to me. Information, news, and entertainment on demand. Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome to Heart Empowered Women Radio with your host, Clarice Connolly. Oh, there we go. So I'm going to start over. Maybe you didn't hear me. Maybe you did. My name is Clarice Connolly, and I'm a women's empowerment coach located in San Diego, supporting women to really empower themselves and get to know who they are inside and out, become their authentic and raw self and uncover what that looks like. And I'm very, very excited today to have my guest, Autumn Mercy. And In the past couple of months for me, it's been amazing, 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 amazing to, you know, come out for me with my diagnosis of having herpes and being an advocate for that, um, for really battling with the stigma and looking to be that beacon and and to break up how it goes and to really um, stand for the social change. And so alongside of me for the past year and a half has been my beautiful roommate, Autumn. And she is a huge and enormous community member. She's always out making a difference, you know, standing for people, believing in people when they don't believe in themselves. She's a mental health advocate. She's a poet advocate, a speaker, a singer, a songwriter. Welcome to the mic, Autumn Mercy. Hello. I'm <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I know that we are like I'm just going to own like this is your like this is your field. This is your your space. I definitely am, I don't hold that I'm very educated, so I'm really excited for you to educate me, educate the listeners, you know, speak your story, just share with us like the little things that we need to do- know that we could do different, like how we can support ourselves how we can support our family and our loved ones. Like it's, I'm very, very, very excited. So what has you interested or like what has you inspired to come speak today? Like where do we start? Where do we start? Um, I'm inspired because I love you and showing up for what you asked Yay. me to show up to. Good. And I know we've been talking about this for a while too. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I'm inspired because I think it's an important conversation to have in our community that is often overlooked and not a uh, valued and so, yeah, I, I mental health has affected me and my family since I was a baby and even before that and mm-hmm. ancestral lineage and um, 
and it's something that was always shameful and was never something that people wanted to talk about. And so now it's like it's time to talk about what's actually affecting our society. Right. More, like there's a lot affecting our society, like social standards and like finances and like whatever, you know. But right. there's like this huge piece around mental health that is often overlooked. And we could have a lot more compassion for each other if we learn to just listen to each other and hear each other out and see people for the people that they are and not any diagnosis that they have. I love that. That's really great. Like, I think that that's, that's the main point that I want to drive home during this episode is like the stigma surrounding mm-hmm. mental, mental health. And it's really like, you know, we, to break that up, we got to talk about it. Exactly. It's like yeah. in this day and age, we, you know, have spent so many years sweeping everything under the rug and acting mm-hmm. like everything's great and perfect. But if we could just sit and connect and mm-hmm. talk about the hard things, talk about the things that aren't actually that big of a deal, like that's how we stand and that's how we fight the stigmas. And yeah. that's how we create the change that, you know, is inclusive, that has people get people and understand and feel the love and, and really see mm-hmm. that we're all fighting some kind of fight. It just may be labeled by society a little different. Yeah, exactly. So what would you say, like, what would you say is your experience or the piece that, like, broke the, sh- like, the camel's back to have you, like, really just stand for having it go differently? Um, what broke the back camel's back for me? I would definitely say my own mental health journey. Mm-hmm. Um, I had my own stint of being in and out of the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of that, I I got diagnosed with a few things. I, I wasn't diagnosed with anything. Well, I was diagnosed when I was 13 with depression because mm-hmm. um, I was a kid that cut themselves and my aunt took me to the hospital. Um, but nothing was ever done about it. Like it was like I grew up in church. And mm-hmm. so with, with that, it was like go to church prayed away just like Mm -hmm. my lgbt queerness like prayed away and Mm -hmm. um it's almost like the same as like with mental health like let's not talk about it let's just pray it away let's just um god will take care of it god will take care of it yeah exactly Mm -hmm. and and it was very like in the church i grew up in it almost felt like it it was a demon or like it Mm -hmm. just meant you weren't praying hard enough or just Mm -hmm. meant that it just it was like a a sickness that came from the spirit and not was it would never manifested and and I can see some tr- I can see some things like around like beliefs and the power of belief and right. um and so there are some pieces that I that I can sit with but there's some pieces that I can't and and that is the invalidation of a diagnosis for someone and I'm in a different place now and in figuring out my own, like I've been a huge mental health advocate for the past two and a half years. Um, and I can talk a little bit about like how that came about, but I'm still trying to figure out how to fight the stigma of certain things that I've been labeled as. I, I definitely, I want to like underscore that. And, and I can relate that so much to myself and, and listeners, right? Like you may or may not be diagnosed or, you know, have a mental health condition, like you may not, you know, have an STI, like, right. Like you may be diagnosed with something else or cancer, or you're just sick, or you just have like a heartache, right? Like, it's like the piece that I I love that you just said is, is that to, in order to be an advocate, in order to stand for change, like you don't need to have it all figured out. Yeah. You're constantly changing as more information comes right. afloat, you know? Like, it's just like, how can you follow your passion or something that you believe so fully in mm-hmm. and start taking moves, like making moves, taking changes now mm-hmm. and like trust that you'll figure it out along the way. Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, and that's been hard, and I've been trying to figure that out. (laughs) And I've had Mm -hmm. a few emotional spin-outs because I'm like, I speak to all these people, and I've gotten to speak and do my poetry about fighting the stigma under a program called Urban Beats that's all about fighting the stigma of mental health for Tay Youth, and I'll talk more about that eventually, I'm sure, because that program changed my life. And, like, I've done all of the speaking to over a 1,000 people, like, to tons of people, and, like, it's like... Why am I sitting here in a room alone questioning and, and scared to, to label myself? And mm-hmm. and I think yesterday I went to a training, going to a, like a peer-to-peer training with NAMI. And my boss sent me because she's just like, let's figure some stuff out. Um, and it was interesting because for the first time a woman like introduced herself as I'm – I don't even – I'm Rupa, <laughs> whatever. I'm Rupa, and um, I have purple hair, and like I'm Indian. And she said all of these things about her first because that was who she was, and then she said her diagnosis. But then she kept talking about who she was, and it was just like I feel like a lot of society, whenever they label someone, it's like oh they're bipolar, or oh they're this, or like mm-hmm. there's just like no, they're not. That's actually Fred. And Fred likes to uh, go bowling on Thursday nights. And, like, mm. there's just so much more to people than that diagnosis. And people mm-hmm. overlook that because then they just label them. And that's, like, all they see in society because they don't understand it. And they don't have any grasp on what it looks like for even that individual to live the way that they live. And what right. their recovery looks like. It's, like, when they hear this diagnosis, it's, like, people assume that everyone's always spinning out and, like, whatever. And it's, like, not that at all. It's, like, people live in recovery and people are champions and people need to be seen as champions and not as like, like they don't matter, like not invalidated. Like, Oh, that's just like a big trigger word. It's like drama or that's crazy. Like what is crazy? Like, I don't know. We talked about that yesterday too, of just like recovery language and what it looks like to use recovery language and be trauma informed as opposed to say, Oh, they're crazy. But like, like even in our own worlds and the way that it has affected people who who have lived with mental health challenges like just in your own like talking you don't know who around you is dealing with what and so being careful with the way you speak so like one of our instructors was like yeah I don't say that I say man that's wild like that's wild you know what I mean like what does it look like to change our language too to be more aware of the people who are around us that may be struggling you know or may not be struggling but it may be a trigger word because maybe their parent called them said that to them when they were a little kid and they have they're still living this mindset that this is the way they are and it's never going to change because that's what society says i love that so much too like i i i want to like just cap on this and just we're going to hop into the next segment it's like how can if we shared the language like how could if we shared the the things that are going on and change the language to actually support our fellow brother and sister it's like how do we know that like crazy is super triggering but what if it's wild right and Mm -hmm. then you can like let down that barrier of connection and we can actually love each other more and get each other and see each other more by educating Mm -hmm. like this is what works this is what doesn't and when you educate people you give them an opportunity to like have a different experience through and through on both sides and I think that we really we really need to stand by that like how can we all just educate ourselves so that we could spread more love and be more in love and really create such a shift in each of our lives 
And we're going to dive in more next segment about like, what else does this look like? Like how else can we support the people around us, support ourselves and actually be a part of the social change movement just by talking and educating and learning more in this moment with us today. Hi, Scale Listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business Radio. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. It's for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. It'll help you to work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, go to ScaleYourBusinessToolkit.com. On the internet, your business's reputation can be unjustly destroyed in an instant. Don't wait for that to happen. Building and marketing your five-star reputation can increase your business by as much as 19%. Take control of your reputation and have the five-star reputation you deserve with Reputation Marketing Solutions by DSI Development. Become the go-to company by visiting 5starrepmarketing.com. The number 5starrepmarketing.com. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the coaches training program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. In the military, things can change in an instant. The Navy Mutual Aid Association, we understand because it's our life too. That's why our dedication to serving the life insurance needs of our military veterans and their families is unrivaled. Navy Mutual offers superior life insurance protection without military service restrictions and limitations. A single focus on providing the peace of mind military families are looking for. That's what we do. Navy Mutual, ensuring those who serve. Call 800-628-6011 or go to NavyMutual.org. Talk to me. Information, news, and entertainment on demand. Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome to Heart Empowered Women Radio with your host, Clarice Connolly. 
Hello and welcome back. My name is Clarice Conley. I'm a women's empowerment coach and I support women in living their life after being diagnosed with whatever it can be and whatever is present for them so that they can see that they're not actually their diagnosis. They're their authentic and beautiful self that's perfect as they are. And just maybe they forgot along the way. And sitting with me right now is my amazing and beautiful roommate, Autumn Mercy. She is a mental health advocate, poet, singer, songwriter, speaker, like welcome. I it, She's kind of like a celebrity, but don't tell her. No. It's only taken like seven months to have her on my podcast. No. Um, <laughs> and so I'm really excited to talk about this. I, I definitely can't say that I'm personally very educated. Autumn has really done a wonderful job in in showing me and educating me and correcting my language along the, you know, year and a half that we've lived together. Um, you know, my experience has just always been with my parents. Um, my mother more so is a little more depressive. And, you know, as a kid, right, like being very uneducated and just being a kid, it's like I spent my whole life um, trying to just fix my mom and have her feel happy and be the perfect daughter so she could be happier and not understanding like why she just isn't happy. And, and you know, in this house, like being at Shakti Rising, being with a bunch of women who were incorrectly labeled as a diagnosis and, you know, whatever, it's, I got to see that it's really just about like talking to the individual. Like, you know, Autumn and I were just talking on the break is like, how do we just ask people how they want to be treated? And the gift that that's given me in in reconnecting to my mother and just talking to her and just being like, you know, how are you? Like, how do you want to talk? Like, how can you? And it's like, that's, that's really what I feel called to say today is like, you don't have to have been diagnosed. You don't have to identify with it. You don't have to have been trained. It's like, let's just talk to people like they're people. Mm -hmm. Like it's, you know, working with me personally and, and being, you know, diagnosed as having herpes. It's like, I'm not just like an infectious disease. Like I'm not just this STI that's walking around in a human body. I'm a human being that like didn't ask for this. Like, and I will not be defied by it. And and like I just I'm just so excited that you're on autumn like I'm so excited because I know you're so passionate about this and that you can you know fill six hours of information and I really just want to like you know we're talking about experiences and the stigma of it and I know that a huge stigma is around like hospitals and how they're portrayed in movies we were talking Mm -hmm. about girls interrupted we were talking about one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Like, what was your experience of having to be checked in or getting a chance to experience that? And how, what did that bring up for you? Yeah. Um, I was scared at first. So, you, so when you are in danger, if your life is in danger for yourself or someone else, um, or like you're a danger at risk for yes. hurting yourself or mm-hmm. someone else, um, Someone can call what is called a PERT officer. Hopefully it's a PERT officer. San Diego, we have PERT officers in the site. It's a psychiatric emergency. P-E-R-T? P-E-R-T, yeah. Psychiatric emergency response team. And um, you, someone can call and say, like, it's like a suicide risk or whatever. You know what I mean? Or or a homicide risk. Like, there are people that also go because they want to hurt someone else. And it's actually really cool that people, like, check themselves in for that. So they, you know, 
they don't mm-hmm. go out and hurt someone. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's called a fifty one fifty, and that's kind of the lingo. Like everyone knows what a fifty one fifty is. That means you're on a seventy two hour hold, or not everyone. Obviously, a lot of people don't know. Um, that's so, what we're doing. We're just on here to educate, to tell people. Yeah, uh, it's called a seventy one seventy one fifty one fifty, and um, there's also a fifty two fifty, which is if while you're in the hospital, you get off of your hold. So that hold means that the government pretty much has that hospital pretty much has control over you for those, those Mm -hmm. amount of hours until they feel like you're ready and okay to like not Mm -hmm. hurt yourself or someone else. And if they feel like you're not ready after that 72 hours, legally they put you on a 51, I mean, 52, 50, which is a 14 day hold. Mm -hmm. Um, and with that, you have to go to a judge and the psychiatrist has to say, like, why they're not ready yet or whatever. Um, so I was on 5150. Um, it was in 2016. This is my first time I went to the doctor. And actually, um, an ex-lover of mine, ugh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty different, different episode. Uh, different episode. That's another 20-hour conversation. Um, no, like, someone that I really loved or whatever, um actually told me that they they ran into me on the street and they are not a nice person or whatever no i was at a place in ob or whatever um and um she came up to me and said by the way i have herpes you better go get checked and i was just like what like it was just kind of like excuse me like it was just she was just trying to be whatever Mm -hmm. and I don't know. So I was like, okay, I need, just need to go to the hospital. I mean, not the hospital. I need to not the hospital. I need to go get a checkup. So I went to get a checkup. And among the che- – like, I was already very – I was spitting out a lot. Um, I had a, an instant, instant incident that happened when I went and visited um, some family – not family, but, like, some friends and stuff in Texas. Um, and so whenever I went to the hospital, they did the the – the check or whatever for me. Is that it? Well, they did oh, that eventually. Oh, yeah, yeah. They did the the, the like P test yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then after that, one of the doctors came in and said, "We want to do a psych eval on you." And um, and I was just like, "Okay." I didn't really know what was going on, but they could feel that something was going on with me because I was just so um, down and out. Yeah. And I didn't say anything at that point. Oh wait, did I? Actually, I did. I mentioned an instance that happened with a gun while I was in Texas, and so. Then they did the psych eval. Um, and then from there, immediately, they were like, we're going to put you on a 5150. And I had no idea what they were talking about. I was right. like, what is going on? And um, and they were like, we need you to stay here. They had someone stay in the room with me. And then police officers showed up. And I was just like, what is going on? What did I do? Because um, mm. I, no, I had no education around what this looked like. And yeah. um no diagnoses even though i had that one at 13 never got treated never i never revisited that i knew that i had dealt with depression um who doesn't i feel like yeah exactly in society today i mean come on it's like you're sad (laughs) here you go you're depressed yeah yeah and people can freaking be sad like people can have a hard time people can have ups and downs like People are really empathetic and feel a lot. That doesn't mean that you have a diagnosis. And if it does, that's okay too. Because I think people who have mental health diagnoses are the most magical people. Because they like, mm-hmm. I feel. don't know, they, they feel, feel deeply. Mm-hmm. And and that is freaking beautiful. Especially in a society that hides themselves and wants to like hide from real emotion and what's really going on. Um, and so, I yeah, I got transported 
which I'm very thankful because usually you get handcuffed mm-hmm. and get put in the back of a police car. Um, but I never actually have been on three of these holds and I've never been handcuffed. And it's interesting because I do um, training with the PERT officers now. I get to tell my story and tell them how they did and and what like helped me and um, at the San Diego Police Academy. And it's really cool, but... Um, also, it's really interesting because they're always like, yeah, we always handcuff. And I'm always like, actually, nobody ever handcuffed me. Yeah. And then they're always like, no, we have to. And I'm like, nobody yeah. ever handcuffed me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, sorry. So you so you get to the you finally get to the hospital. And mm-hmm. Like, what's your experience of the people? Um, yeah. So I go into the hospital and I'm scared to death. Um, but I start meeting these people and. So the first night I just stayed and like wrote in my journal and stayed up really late because I had this roommate and I heard that she like jumped off of a cliff and broke her back or something like that. And I was just like all of these like intense things. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, this is a big reality check. Like every single person that is here right now doesn't want to live. Mm-hmm. And that scares me. Um, and so the next morning it was breakfast time. And I remember I went over and I, I wanted to like feel apart. Like it's still like human life. Like everyone wants to feel apart. Um, and I went and sat at a table full of people and I just, I was like, Hey, can I sit with you guys? And they're like, of course. And I was just like, cool. <laughs> and I had all these like media movie images of what, what, if, what it would look like being there. But immediately I felt family mm. the, the like what I hadn't felt for a while, for yeah. a long time. And immediately it was like, I had this realization of like every single person in here has a purpose. Like we all have purposes in our lives Mm -hmm. and people try and take their lives all the times. But Mm -hmm. to me, the power in being in a room in, in a facility of people who tried to take their lives and didn't succeed actually inspired me like no other. Cause I was like, if you didn't do that, like everything happens for a reason and you didn't succeed at taking your life for a reason. So what is your purpose? Mm -hmm. What is that? I really, I really love that piece. It's like, you know, maybe this isn't your story. Like maybe yours has a little bit of different of a flavor. You know, maybe the diagnosis that society gave you like is a little different. But like how can you turn something so big? Like how can you give the permission for this thing to be the catalyst for your purpose? Like how can you like I love this right like it's like it's this is so beautiful like you take an opportunity to have this experience to then turn around and talk to these pert officers and be like actually it didn't make me feel good when you cuffed me and or this was my experience and here's how I can train you to actually do it different since I've been in this role Mm -hmm. so how you listener can go out there and actually do the same like what is the instance in your life that you have survived that you like we need to hear from you like where are you at how can you take that please that's really really hard that you thought survived and turn that into motivation to be your purpose and give you some renewed refreshed view on what has happened and how it's going if you heard that sound you probably are eligible for insurance from navy mutual insuring the men and women of the navy marines and coast guard Here's what one policyholder, retired Navy Commander Thomas Dane, had to say. Navy Mutual is the best insurance decision I ever made. I wish you had a savings plan available that earned the rates my Navy Mutual insurance has been earning. 
Navy Mutual Aid Association, started by military members in 1879, serves active, reserve, and retired military today. Navy Mutual honors our military by providing them affordable life insurance with the features they need without fine print, sales fees, or military service restrictions. Value, integrity, trust, and stability are the cornerstones in which our commitment to you and your loved ones are built. Call Navy Mutual at 1-800-628-6011 or NavyMutual.org for your personal life insurance plan consultation. 1-800-628-6011 or NavyMutual.org. Navy Mutual, insuring those who serve. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CM founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on Vin Village Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the coaches training program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Gotham Books presents Marriage Rules by Harriet Lerner. The book Martha Beck calls required reading for anyone hoping to interact successfully with any other human, not just for those in romantic relationships. Get your copy wherever books and ebooks are sold and visit harrietlerner.com to learn how to change your marriage today. Information, news, and entertainment on demand. WSRadio.com Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome to Heart Empowered Women Radio with your host, Clarice Connolly. Hello and welcome back to Heart Empowered Women Radio. My name is Clarice Connolly and I'm sitting here with Autumn Mercy. You can find her on Instagram at Autumn Mercy. If you're interested in following and learning more about her, I really love that we've been talking about so far. We've just kind of had this opportunity to hear and listen to a real life experience around, you know, being like and put into a mental uh, institute. I don't know. I see this is behavioral where I'm like, health unit. Thank you, <laughs> behavioral health unit. Um, I do apologize. I, I this is definitely we're always not, learning. We're always learning. And um, 
I really just like want to highlight the piece uh, that's most important in, in what Autumn was sharing is that it's like we have this idea because, you know, movie makers, film creators make it so much more dramatic that an institute is terrifying and that people that have mental health um, conditions are scary or it's dramatic or it's intense, right? But it's like, you know, in this story she was sharing about her experience, it's like you walk in and everyone's just the same. Everyone's eating eggs for breakfast too. You know, and I think that that's like important. Like, you know, the reality check is that you, you, she was just sharing with me a statistics of one in four people live with mental health conditions. It's like, it fluctuates one in four and one in five because it's like from 20 to 25 percent. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's not something to be afraid of. Like, it's not, you know, I, I, I like to like bring it back to, um, you know, again, the only experience that I'd had was uh, my mom endowed with depression. And then I had a really great friend who was diagnosed bipolar. And I just, we went to all of his meetings and things together. And it's like, you know, living with some women and just having conversations and, and people being a, like bold enough to live out loud and sharing what they're working through. And it's like, wow, uh, our trains of thought are no different. Mm. Like, I, I think that that's for me, like something that's so important to emphasize. It's like for the women, men and women that live out loud and share like what's going on between their ears. It's like, I can identify, like I have that obsessive train of thought that won't go away. Like, how, you know, how is any of that different from the next person? And, you know, I want to applaud the people that do live out loud and that share what is happening. Like, there is no reason we should bottle up the experiences that we're having, the sensations and the feelings that are going on. Like, there's so much health and healing in talking about, you know, what is the train of thought that's just cycling through our head? And how can we just approach people like ourselves? I have a train of thought that I was always beating myself up. That's always, you know, hypervigilant and concerned about how I'm perceived or being right. So it's just like, no, there's no difference. And if we could actually like call each other forward and validate each other, no matter what. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like how could we actually like eradicate mental health? Like how can, you know, we do our own part by being like, Hey girlfriend, you're stuck on your same tape. Like, like what's something you're grateful for. Right. Like, mm-hmm. and it's, it's really, you know, not offering a fix. I think that that's been my biggest challenge and my biggest learning point is that I've always just like, you're sad. How about a lollipop, right? Like, let's ask each other. Like, hey, Listen. like, I hear that you're stuck on that train of thought and I hear that, like, you're really upset. Like, what do you need? Exactly. And, and maybe they just need someone to listen to them. Right. And that's it. <laughs> right. So instead of, like, trying to guess, like, what it is, like, how can you ask? So... What would you say, like, what is that one thing that you, like, want people to know or do differently, like, around mental health so that, you know, we can get back to the love? Um, so I feel like everyone is different. So, like, some people mm-hmm. you can be like, hey, change your thought pattern and they can do it like this. And then some people, it, the, the, they just need to feel their feelings in that mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. Um And so I think the number one thing that people can do if they want to learn more how to um, be there for people who are having mental health challenges, I mean, I feel like most of our 
like everyone has dealt with something or has known someone. And I think ultimately we just need to get educated, mm-hmm. um, educated mm-hmm. on recovery language and how to speak to people and how to treat people like people. And also there's this thing that people do of like, and I feel like they think it's helping, but sometimes like, Oh, I've been through that. Like It's mm-hmm. like, it's like this competition mm-hmm. of like, Oh, I've been through that. So if I did it, you can do it. But like, no, everyone's, everyone's feeling things on a different level in different wavelengths. And, and I think something else that, like feels important is like if Sally over here's dog died and then Sally over here, Sally over here's dog died. And then Gary's uh, grandfather just passed away. Like that doesn't like Gary's was like, people may like swarm to Gary or whatever, or like there's like this competition, but really like Sally's dog dying was pretty, pretty intense and like pretty mm-hmm. hard. And like, so is Gary's, grandfather but both experience deserve the same amount of attention and love and support Mm -hmm. because that dog dying may have been the worst thing that has ever happened to sally and you know what i mean like you don't know like like the pain that you've experienced like there's like different levels to like pain and i don't think it's fair to us as humans to just treat um each like do this like one-up game almost like oh i'm having a hard day like um someone took my parking spot and although in my head, you know, my judgment comes out and like, what in the world? There's like youth hanging out on the streets that don't have homes and you care about a parking spot. Like you have right. a car, you know, it's so easy mm-hmm. to fall into this judgment and this like domestication of like society and the way that I think that life should look or not look or like mm-hmm. what you should be complaining about or what you shouldn't be complaining about. Um, but reality is like someone took your parking spot. That's a bummer. You know what I mean? Just like listening, like hearing everyone out and not letting that judgment um yeah play so loud in your head i love that so much because i think it's like like what i hear and what you're saying is like there's this element of like when you say like oh i've been through that i get you it's like you're you're saying there's this um competition thing right and i love it too because so often in my experience you know prior to meeting you and um being much more educated it's like i definitely thought that I could be like oh like I understand as like trying to normalize like here's here's my experience in my life that could be similar to like support you and feeling like you could like normalize what's happening for you but I hear like the actual thing to do or the actual thing that we could start shifting is just saying like I hear you Mm, yep like I'm listening like the gift of I see you right like if it if this is one thing that you're taking from this entire conversation today like, how can we just start to, like, witness people? Mm-hmm. What if the healing is in being witnessed? Like, What, what if we stopped talking and started listening? Listening, right. Like, and um, I just, I think that that's so important. And especially for people who are like, how do I fix, you know, my mom who's so depressed all the time? Like, my whole life, I, God, I wish I missed, met you 20 years ago. I, waste, I wasted so much time thinking that it was, like, up to me to fix you know, my mom's like state of being and all the things I tried and didn't try and, you know, whatever. It's like, if I could have just said, like, I hear you, mom, like, I, I see you, like, I love you. Like Mm -hmm. how that has such a profound impact on recovery and people and how they're relating to themselves and the things that they're working through. And I, I think that that's huge. Mm -hmm. And, like, I I love this, like, normal, like, not normalization, but this, like, you know, thing that's happening and having this conversation is, like, 
there isn't like a pill that needs to be prescribed. Like there isn't. Not always. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Thank you. See, look, educating in the moment. Uh, but the gift that, you know, we as human beings, like we. You and know, there's as, no stigma around medicine either. <laughs> yeah. So people know. <laughs> Thanks. It's all Still needed. <laughs> <laughs> it, but I just like, I love like, what can we do as human beings for our father, fellow brother and sister? Like, and how simple to just like, I hear you. Right. And right. Like it's, it's all practice. Like we're all just trying to learn. We're all just trying to figure it out. Like we're all just like trying to coexist. Mm -hmm. And like, what if we just tried with one person, you know, just saying like, I see you, you know, and not just like thrown out there like, I see you, you know, it's like heartfelt, like a, like super, like, you know, you feel the feels, Mm -hmm. your heartstrings are pulling. Like maybe you're, you know, you're not one to say, I love you, but like, how can you, just be a witness and listen. Make to, eye contact. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. So what would you say, um, what would you say like has been like the biggest gift around this for you? About my own journey? Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely say the biggest gift would be just the experience that I've get to have like that I like I feel like it was like it's like a gift to me um in a way it was Mm -hmm. really hard um just everything that I went through in 2016 getting to me getting to like where I'm at now but now I get to use that and I get to help empower people who are going through the same things that I have gone through or or different or are harder or feel not as important or whatever like Mm -hmm. I feel like I get to I get to like speak into in some years, I get. I feel like I just have. I don't have the right. Nobody has a. I don't know. There is no right wrong. There's like yeah, but it was just kind of like okay, I went through this, so like maybe someone can like heal from my own story, mm. and so just getting to that. use my story to like help heal and talk about the things that youth are scared to talk about, that society makes us scared to talk about. Talk about the things that we should be talking about all of this time because it's human nature, it's human life, like this is human a human world. And um I think like the everything that I've that's been given to me just feels very like I get to use it now as like yeah. a rite of passage almost to like help other people. I love that so much. How can we use the things that are happening for us as a rite of passage to help other people in their journey as well? That's beautiful. Gotham Books presents Marriage Rules by Harriet Lerner. The book Martha Beck calls required reading for anyone hoping to interact successfully with any other human not just for those in romantic relationships get your copy wherever books and ebooks are sold and visit harrietlearner.com to learn how to change your marriage today This is Bill Gruber with BizVid Communications, a Southern California video production leader. We've been honored to sponsor, produce, write, and host many of the fine programs on WS Radio over the years. So we understand how important the Internet and your website exposure are. As video producers, we know the tricks and secrets to incorporate video to increase your search engine optimization and business success. Visit BizVidCommunications.com to see what we can do for you. B-I-Z-V-I-D Communications.com. 
Looking to be a successful entrepreneur? The virtual assistant industry continues to be a top choice for those looking to start their own business. The problem can be how to become a virtual assistant. Many turn to the Bible of the VA industry, the book, Virtual Assistant, the series, and it's the perfect guide for office managers, executive assistants, and other administrative professionals looking to make the transition from employee to successful business owner. Go to vatheseries.com to get your copy today. You were born to do one amazing thing, but most people spend a lifetime trying to identify what it is. If you're in a job you don't like or are unemployed, if you're in a state of transition or just can't shake that nagging feeling that you were meant and made to do something extraordinary, then the Reinvention Workshop is exactly what you need. Led by award-winning self-help author Steve Olsher, the Reinvention Workshop will forever change your life. The Reinvention Workshop takes you step-by-step through Steve's proven formula that has helped so many people get on the right path and clear about what they were born to do. Take the first step to realizing the life you deserve and desire by visiting thereinventionworkshop.com today. No more delays. No more denial. Reconnect with your true self. Learn to live with purpose and conviction and become who you were born to be. The world is waiting for you. What are you waiting for? Log on to thereinventionworkshop.com today. That's thereinventionworkshop.com. Cybersecurity is the fastest growing job sector. The SoCal Cyber Cup Challenge encourages kids to consider computer security as an interesting course of study and a valuable career path. Securing our eCity helps lead this youth competition to create interest and awareness among students and their schools. The SoCal Cyber Cup Challenge. Learn more at securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. Talk to me. Information, news, and entertainment on demand. WSRadio.com Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome to Heart Empowered Women Radio with your host, Clarice Connolly. Hello and welcome back to our last segment, the last nine minutes of this amazing podcast. My name is Clarice Connolly. I'm a women's empowerment coach. We're sitting here with Autumn Mercy. She is a mental health advocate, a singer, songwriter, poet. Check her out. She's got it all on Instagram. <laughs> She's got it all. <laughs> Autumn Mercy. Um, and we're just going to do the takeaways. Like, let's just, you know, this next nine minutes, we, we really want to, like, have this not just be a really great podcast that you've listened to. We want you to have like some tiny things to take away with you to like actually apply and to make the change in your life, to support you and support those you love, support those you work with, right? Like just to be better humans and out connecting and in love with yourself and each other. And um, I think the biggest piece for me that's been enormous is, you know, Autumn, like you've been so great to support me in changing my language. Um, I think the piece that like blows me away, right, is that, you know, I think in society people use mental illness. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, it's like it doesn't feel good when it comes out because I'm like, is that politically correct? And and the piece that you said to me, what was that again? So why would you not use mental illness or what what does that per, like generate inside of people? Yeah, I think this is something that's um, newer in the recovery language. I literally just talked about it yesterday and I it's love it. never sat well with me anyways. But like um, mental illness or someone saying or saying someone's suffering from something, it kind of implies like victimization. Mm. Um, and so like I live with a mental health challenge or mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like I've mm-hmm. been diagnosed with this, but th- there's like this way of like not labeling me and like, cause I feel mm-hmm. like whenever a label gets put on me, I fall into it even deeper right. and not that, you can fall deeper into a mental health well, you can. condition. You can like, self-identify. You can, like, yeah, that's self not real. Exactly. And, it's not real. and so if I keep telling myself I'm this thing and I keep reading these symptoms, I'm going to keep doing it because I'm just like, oh, that's what I am, so it's okay or whatever. Um, and that's me. It, it looks different for a lot of people, but something that I learned in a, a NAMI training just yesterday is like, let's not say mental illness. Let's Let's take out the the suffering suffering and the victimization and let's like call these people up and 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 mm-hmm. say that like you've been diagnosed with this thing but it's not who you are like your name is autumn mercy yeah. and you like to speak to people and you work with homeless youth or youth right. experiencing homelessness like even right. that we don't say someone's homeless it's they're experiencing that but they mm-hmm. are not labeled homeless like it's the same thing that's with mental wild. health that's so great i i love that so how can you challenge yourself today to start you know changing your language to you know, support the person and, mm-hmm. and to support yourself in being educated so you can be approachable. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mental health, um, I just, I love that. I think that's really huge. Another, another piece I really want to like spend some time talking about you like not doing this alone, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. I really want to like underscore that, you know, there are things and places and people support groups. There's, you know, one of your biggest, what was your biggest one? Urban Beats. <laughs> yeah. So like, tell us about that. Like, what is that experience? You know, what it, I know it's only San Diego, right? But like, what, what do you expect or what can people see and feel or maybe find out in their own communities? So you can look up Urban Beats on like YouTube. You can mm-hmm. look them up Urban Beats San Diego. Um, and you can actually see my story on there. Um, but Urban Beats is a mental health stigma fighting program for Tay age youth. I so youth that. between the ages of 16 or maybe even younger, um, but like 16 generally to 25. Mm-hmm. Um, and they empower youth to use art to express themselves. And most of these youth have been diagnosed with something or know someone that has been diagnosed with something. And um, they write poetry about it. They talk about it. They speak about it. They mm-hmm. defeat the stigma that is surrounded um, by these conditions or by just this general topic of mental health. Um, and, and they, and that's where I learned to speak and where I learned to, that's how I got my job pretty much is like mm-hmm. just getting known and like urban beats showed me that I could stop telling my story, not just my mental health story, but my whole life story of motherlessness and all the things that I went through. Like I could stop telling my story out of survival and because I needed help, but I could start sharing it out of resiliency and saying mm-hmm. I made, I made it and I did it. Mm, I love that so much. And I love to like emphasize um, like this isn't this because I know for me and my experience of like being diagnosed with herpes and then I was so lost and felt like I was the only person on the planet that had Mm -hmm. it and just like feeling so disgusted and feeling like, you know, I am this label and now I'm just this, you know, 
And I go to these support groups and it's like two people and, you know, God bless the support group because it really just like pulled me through when I was at my Mm -hmm. lowest. But it's like, I just didn't understand, like, how do only three people every first and third Thursday show up to this meeting when supposedly, yeah, when supposedly three out of five people in San Diego have herpes. And it's like, I, it's got to be the stigma, right? Like it's exactly. so, everyone's so afraid to show up. So, you know, I love like hearing in your story that Urban Beats is like, come do art, come speak, come do poetry. Like, Bake a cake. Come use Breakdance. your creative mm-hmm. expression and whatever that is, like mm-hmm. it's welcomed as it is. And, you know, I really want to like. No judgment. Yeah. Like I love that. Like healing in community mm-hmm. is the piece. So, you know, if you know someone you know, if it's you, like if it's your friend, if it's your loved one, like how can you get on the internet, look for, you know, places such as this, like how can you create that? Like how can you, you know, open up your home and, Mm -hmm. you know, create a Facebook group for goodness sakes. Like I had 20 people show up for a vision board workshop. Like everyone loves art, right? Most people Mm -hmm. may not be into collaging. Maybe they like to sing, like bring some instruments out, you know, like it's, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, I know that as women, we want to give back to our community. We want to be of service. Like, we want to make a difference. Like, this is so easy. How can we just relate to each other as human beings and have a space where we're sharing, you know, and connecting outside of our hats and labels, like checking them at the door and just doing art? Um, and, you know, I know we only have like two minutes left, but I think another really, really important piece is self-care. Yes. Like, what do you have to say about self-care? What can people start doing? What's their tiny change? Like, what, what do you got? Self-care. Take time. Take the time. It's okay. You don't have to be sick to take a day off of work. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, you have coworkers that, like, smoke or whatever and, like, nothing against, like, smoking cigarettes. But sometimes I'm like, dude, I know I don't smoke, but, hey, I need a smoke break. Right. I need to go walk around. I need to, I need a breathe break. You know what I mean? I need mm-hmm. to, like, take that time for you. You're just as important. Um, and, and that's going to, like, steward a healthy mind and a healthy mm-hmm. heart and, like, the whole, you know, mind, body, soul. Um and yeah, just self-care. Look up ways to self-care. Um, take care of yourself. Take yourself out to dinner. Like, don't be ashamed to like spend some money on yourself. We like to spend money on other people, but what does it look like to take care of ourselves? Because we I are our home. Um, something I also want to insert is if you want to look up things um, about how you can get involved in your mm-hmm. communities, there's a thing called uh, it's, um, NAMI San Diego. It's the National Alliance of Mental Illness. Mm, nice, I'm sure nice. they'll work on changing that name. You can Google that. Um, also, you can look up trauma-informed care, which is a people's first language where you see oh, people first. Mm-hmm. And it's a training that a lot of like mental health professionals are now doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can also look that up and you can look up recovery language and just how you can speak in your community in a more roundabout, um, productive way. Mm-hmm. I love that so much. I really want to... Um Please check those out. That's huge. Please use the internet. There's tons of resources. Educate yourself. Um, I really also just want to, you know, say self-care is like, it's it's individualized. Like you get to re- define what that means. Like, please don't, you know, if you're not into bubble baths, please don't sit in a bubble bath. Like how can you look at all the things that make you happy, that make you feel better, that, you know, pick your spirits up, taking a walk around the block, sitting in the sunshine. Playing video games. Playing video games, whatever it you is, right? Know. Like that is mm. self-care, like sleeping in for an extra hour. Please like say yes to you, get, mm-hmm. you know, support, you know, whether it's professional therapist, hiring a life coach, whether it's reaching out to a friend, having programs. a conversation, program groups. Yeah. Like, I love this. And 
know that you deserve it. Like, exactly. please challenge yourself to step outside your comfort zone one step a little bit further and be with yourself as you try something new. It's life is a practice. Like you only get one, like you deserve it. So You're thank you your so biggest much. cheerleader. Yay. And say yes to you. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been an amazing episode. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the Coaches Training Program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Do you love wine, but it doesn't love you back in the morning? Then it's time to try Alcotox, the ultimate hangover cure. Alcotox is a dietary supplement that reduces the harmful side effects of alcohol and it benefits all alcohol consumers, not just those who occasionally overindulge. So now, for less than the cost of a drink, you can wake up hangover-free. To learn more, go to vinvillage.com and let Alcotox make hangovers a thing of the past. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. Scale will help you work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CEO and founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. 